Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, thinking about retirement, on today's show, we've got some keys that could lead you to the contentment you're looking for in your absolute golden years. And now, WealthWorks Radio. Asset protection. Tax reduction. Holistic planning. South Florida's wealth, financial, and income coach, Eric Kearney. Welcome in, everybody. This is Wealth Works Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sudol. Eric is a fiduciary. He is, uh, well, he's the president of Retirement Wealth LLC, independent, uh, and so much more. Hey, Eric, how are you? Good morning, Steve. How are you? Very, very well, thank you. And uh, I like this segment because, you know, we, we talk about a lot of things, and, and I love the way you sort of weave the stories into them. And, and I think this one lends itself to, to that um, in, in a lot of ways, because we're talking about things, you know, we, we say secrets, um, but it's not really a secret. It's just facts uh, that when it comes to retirement and retirement planning and income planning, yes, it's about money, but it's not all about the money. Now, it really isn't. I mean, you know, like I said, I've been doing this for over 20 years now. And the interesting thing is that we see all kinds of people, people that are barely making it through retirement, people that are pretty well off, and then people that are absolutely very well off. You know, they never have to worry about a dollar in their life. But the interesting thing is, is the common denominator is, is that you see happy people and you also see miserable people all through all walks of life. And People always think, well, if I had more money, I'd be happy. I'm here to tell you right now, that's absolutely not true. Um, I have a friend of mine who we used to be very good friends. And, uh, and I'll tell you the exact reason that we're not is he's just a miserable person. And um, he actually worked his butt off and, and uh, opened up a couple businesses, sold those, and then got into another business that just blew up. And he ended up selling those for quite a bit of money. And we're talking, you know, right around seven to eight million bucks. Wow. And um, I remember we were going down to the Keys on his boat one time. And uh, it, we took the boat from Miami down to Key West and all the way down there, he was just miserable. And so we got down to the Keys and, and I got off the boat and I'm like, dude, I, I got to ask you, like, you just seem like really off lately. He's like, I don't know, I'm just not happy. And so, I mean, we talked about it the whole entire weekend and he just could not put his finger on it. I mean, he had the world financially, w whatever he wanted. Yeah. But yet he just wasn't happy, you know, and so there's just some people that I'm telling you right now, money isn't everything. And it's just gotten worse. I mean, he's kind of become more of an introvert. He doesn't really talk to a lot of people and he doesn't really he's not very social and he's actually a fairly young guy, too. So the thing is that you can show, you know, money is not everything. And my thought about that was is that he sacrificed so much to chase that dollar at an early age that it kind of not only burned him out, but he didn't know how to be social. And so I think that that's kind of wearing on him right now. And again, he's, he's a fairly young person. Mm -hmm. So money is not everything. There's so many other things in life. And that's what we really want to look for is we want to see what the true meaning of wealth is. And a lot of times people are seeing that in financial freedom. They're seeing that in their love relationships. They're seeing that in their friendships with their, with their family, neighbors, and friends. Um, and, and also freedom. You know, there's a lot of people that are tied to a desk or tied to a laptop just to make that, that money. 
And when you have that financial freedom to be able to do what you want, a lot of times that is considered wealth. So it's not just about the money a lot of times. Well, I mean, you make a good point. And, and when you say it's not, it's wealth. And, and again, if whether you've got 500000 or $5 million, both sides, I mean, and anywhere in between, that's, you're rich. Right. You know what I mean? That's your right. wealth. Right. And, and again, if, and you can make it enough. I mean, you talk about $500,000, you can help someone get to where they need to be with that kind of money. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times it is our mental health that's not allowing us to get there um, or, you know, the way that we feel about money. But I'll tell you, when, when people really come into me and I say, you know, what are your goals? A lot of times they say it's freedom. I just want freedom to be able to do what I want. And I don't know what that freedom is yet. Or what it looks like, but that's what I want. I want to make sure that I'm not tied to this money. I want to make sure that I'm able to do what I want. And the biggest th thing that we hear in Florida is, I do not want to lose my lifestyle. So when we hear that, we actually start putting that and implement implementing that into the plan. And again, once people have that freedom to do whatever, that is a great kind of wealth that you cannot buy. Sure. Well, and, and so when we talk about wealth, it's a matter of having enough. That's and, and what enough is, is different for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the thing is, is that when we put in your financial plan, what does your ultimate life look like, feel like, and how are we going to pay for it? And when we get done with that plan, I say to them, on your deathbed, is that everything that you want to accomplish in your life, are you satisfied with that? And they look at it and they're like, Yes, I have my trips in there that I want to go on. I have my family that I want to take care of. My grandkids may be going to college, whatever it may be, right? Right. I, I'm doing all of that and I'm able to do that. So now if I can complete all of that, I feel like I've lived a full life. That's enough. That's enough. Exactly. And to get there, to have that long life, we have to take care of ourselves. We've talked about it before, but it is as much a part of the plan as, as the money is taking care of ourselves physically and mentally. You cannot buy your health. It doesn't matter how much money you have. You cannot buy health. And so a lot of people say, I've sacrificed my body. I've worked so hard. I had a gentleman that had bladder cancer. And he said, you know why I got bladder cancer, Eric? He says, because I stayed on the road and I passed by every single um, rest stop to avoid going to the bathroom so I could get to my next appointment and sell more and sell more and sell more. And what he ended up doing was putting a lot of pressure on his bladder and he ended up with horrible bladder cancer. Wow. And so, you know, he said, he goes, that's what happened though. I was so hell bent on getting to that next sale. And so, you know, a lot of times we're not thinking about our health. And, you know, you, you think about a Ferrari, a Ferrari can go 150 miles an hour and even faster. But if you don't maintain it, it's eventually going to break. Everyone out there that's in the working world is like a Ferrari. You're a very expensive machine. You've got one body. You've got one life to live. And how you treat that body is how it's going to get you through the rest of your life. It's no different than that Ferrari engine. You have to change the oil. You have to change the belts every once in a while. You have to go through it. You have to maintain it. You have to service it. Every once in a while, you have to stop driving it 100 miles an hour and rest. It's no different with us. And right. the, one thing that, the one thing that I've learned, Stephen, you and I have talked about this in the past is my, my trainer, Michael. I go to the gym because I pay him. 
And the reason is, is that he holds me accountable. And he's like, what'd you eat this past week? And I have to give him my, my meal plan, right? And he checks that out. And I, I've it's gotten to the point where I am honest with him because if I, if I say, hey, I didn't have a piece of cake when I did have a piece of cake, I'm only lying to myself. And so, you know, I tell him, I'm like, ah, you know, we went to this party and I, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I tell him, right? And so the thing is that he holds me accountable, but I also feel like I have to maintain myself to make sure that I'm at all of my meetings with my clients. My clients are depending on me to be there for them. And so we have to stay healthy. And so even I just hired a, the personal trainer for someone else in my office. I said, look, I said, you know, I want you to get involved with take, taking care of yourself. And uh, so now we're actually both going to see the same trainer. I want them to be very smart, but I also want them to be there physically. And so that's really important to me. So again, you cannot buy your health. And the, the older that we get, the more that we start to think about our health, and this is something that we're actually incorporating into our practice is, you know, with this beautiful weather that you have in Florida, are you out there walking? Are you actually out there taking care of yourself? Are you eating a little bit better? Let's live the very best life we can. And a lot of that has to do with our health just as much as our wealth. That's I, it's really great to hear you say that, Eric, that and I know that we've talked about, you know, behavioral finance in the in the past. And that that's kind of what it ties into. And, you know, kind of getting on with with we, we talk about these secrets uh, and making health a priority is certainly one. But to what you alluded to before, too, about relationships, being social, those things are important as well to keep our mind active and and just be, be in, you know, just to interact. I mean, that's what we are. We're creatures of, of uh, you know, society. Right. I mean, we are social animals, right? And the pandemic kind of you know, took us away from each other. And the sad thing that I think the, the most sad thing about last year is, is that I lost several cousins and the first one bothered me because I couldn't go to the, the, the funeral because they didn't have one. And then the second one that passed away, you know, bothered me a little bit more, but by the third one, now all of a sudden I had three cousins that I lost that I never expected. And I couldn't get to say, say goodbye to any of them or even see my family. And so Everyone had those situations last year where weddings, funerals, family get togethers, uh, travel, you know, trips with family and friends were put off. And we crave that, you know, we crave that time that we spend together with families. And uh, so I think that people are really excited about getting back into that. And, you know, it's funny this year that there's now Norwegian Cruise Lines wants to move out of Florida, you know, because they're not getting what Florida will give them. It's just, it's just a mess. I mean, the travel industry is still a mess. You, you, people are booking things and then they're still canceling them at the last minute. It's still a mess. But what it shows is that people actually want to get back out and be social. And again, on that note, we're going to have to uh, take a quick break. But uh, Eric, why don't we open up the lines and invite folks to call? Sure, Steve. So if you're interested in a results in advance financial plan, let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. 
Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're gonna take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers today, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over a thousand dollar value. We'll be giving it away, complimentary, no obligation, Call us right now. 800-779-1942. The next five callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review that Eric just described, showing you where you are today. But more importantly, it does become that roadmap to help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, maxing out our retirement savings, investing strategically, and claiming Social Security. These are all things to consider as we get close to retirement. There's one big planning mistake you have to avoid. Details when we come right back. are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal. Eric is the uh, president of Retirement Wealth LLC. He's got a great team of folks. And uh, yeah, you you nailed it, Eric. I, I know what the big mistake to, to avoid is, and uh, it's one that seems to be on everybody's mind right now, and that is taxes. And everybody is believing they are going up sooner than later. Yeah, well, they keep spending money like they're spending right now. It's, it's going to happen. I mean, it's... It has to happen. It's just insane how much they're spending at this point. I mean, it's just, you know, now they want to do the infrastructure bill, which they're going to bring jobs back. All you have to do is stop paying people to not work and things will change. And so what kills me is about six months ago, we put out an ad um, on Indeed and we're trying to bring in uh, and it was a good job. It was a good paying job. And we are getting people left and right applying, and yet no one's coming in. And I said, what the heck is going on here? Like, you know, I'm supposed to have like four interviews a day. Right. And um, all of a sudden, it, it just, it dawned on us. It's like, wait a minute. All they have to do is tell people, yeah, I, I applied to this place, but, you know, they, they didn't hire me. Right. But what has to happen is if you're going to get this money, then maybe these places should start calling the places that they apply to because I'd be the very first one to say, no, they, they, well, they certainly applied, but no, they never showed up for their interview. And you know, that that's the thing that kills me. So now they're having a huge shortage of workers out there because they're getting paid more to stay at home than to go to work right now. Right. So, I, I mean, I, I get that, you know, <laughs> I get <laughs> it just it, it blows me away that there's that people are making more money sitting at home than they would. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. No, no. And so, I mean, that is forcing our taxes to go up long term. Where do people think this money comes from, Steve? This is the craziest thing. The government doesn't own a business. They don't run a business. They don't manufacture anything. They don't make anything. They all they do is they charge a tax. And so when they need to have more money, they just raise taxes. That's their only thing they can do. It's no different than a manufacturer. You know, like if they manufacture something and they want to make more money, they have to manufacture more, but they have to sell more. So there's a business plan. The government's business plan is, okay, what 
and who can we tax next? Where's the biggest pile of money that we can actually tax from? And now all of a sudden they see it right in IRA money with the baby boomers. $29 trillion worth of IRAs are out there waiting to be taxed. So that's where it's going to come from. Exactly. And, and again, you know, the that is going to affect retirement. That's why you always say how important it is to have a tax plan as you get into retirement. And, you know, one of the things that's that's taxed that they, again, said it never would be, but it happened in 1983, is Social Security. Right. So Social Security was taxed. Who put that into place? Biden, right? And again, I don't get into politics, but it's just a fact. It was Biden's idea to tax Social Security. Look it up. And so the interesting thing is, is that all of a sudden, now all of a sudden you're getting taxed on that. Now he's our president. So if you really think that he's not going to find more ways to tax things or his administration at least, then you're completely wrong. And you can't go out and spend $1.9 trillion when there's only $880 billion in Roth IRA money out there. Think about those numbers. They're insane. People across the United States only have $880 billion in tax-free Roth money versus them spending $1.9 trillion in the blink of an eye. And so somewhere they're taking a look at, they don't care that there's $880 billion. They're actually glad that that's so small. People are not taking advantage of Roth conversions. People are not taking advantage of Roth 401ks or Roth IRAs. They're just socking their money away into the traditional IRA. And sadly enough, there's a lot of advisors out there who are have still not told their clients the full-blown effects of the SECURE Act. I just had a gentleman come in the other day with a very large portfolio, all in IRA money. He's like, I want this to go to my three kids. Well, guess what? What about the SECURE Act? He says, I don't even know what that is. He's been working with this advisor now for nine years. And he says, you know, I just don't feel like I'm getting anything from him. Yeah, no kidding. If he hasn't even brought up the SECURE Act, he certainly isn't helping you out at all. Right. Right. And so this is a huge thing. So ignoring taxes altogether in retirement is a huge mistake. It's got to be factored in the financial plan. It's got to be factored in the income plan. It's not how much you have. It's how much you get to keep. Well, and as you've said before, it, that plan is fluid. I mean, it, it, it's going to have to make, you're going to have to make adjustments in that plan as the, the landscape changes. And, and that, by that, I mean, as taxes increase, we have to do, you've got to do a lot of zigging and zagging to help make sure we're still going to be where we want to be. That's right. And, you know, the thing is, is that, again, things change every single year. They will, whether you want them to or not want them to. So we have to plan ahead. The interesting thing about tax planning is there are some clients where we bring it up to them. They'll say, OK, I'll think about it. And then all of a sudden in three or four years, they're like, hey, I, I need tax planning. Like I'm in a huge taxable situation. And I mean, I hate to say it, but I told you so. And we keep notes on every single client. So we put in, look, we reviewed tax plan. We really need to reduce taxes. We put those in notes. And so they're dated every single time. So I'll go back with a client and I'll say, here's what we did. We actually came up with a strategy for this three years ago. And, you know, so the client's like, oh, yeah, we did talk about that, didn't we? Mm -hmm. And it's like they remember it. They just don't, <laughs> they just don't want to admit it, right? right? So, I mean, like we clearly bring it up to every single client. The majority of my clients jump on board and they're like, yes, I need to reduce my taxes. How do we do that? And the, the thing about a CPA is 
I, I appreciate what CPAs do, but what they have to realize, what a lot of people have to realize is they have limitations. And so a lot of times they'll say, you know, 700 grand sitting in an IRA, they're like, oh, you have to convert that. And it's like, they don't even, you know, it's just like that, that's their one sentence. You have to convert that. And so what the client thinks is I have to convert this in one year. No, you don't. You can actually take up to seven or eight years to slowly convert that because what you want to do is slowly convert over the over time so that you don't fall on the floor and have a heart attack when you have to see how much taxes you have to pay on that 700 grand if you do it slowly over time and it's actually methodical you can afford it it kind of helps to uh, regrow itself with a rate of return hopefully over time that's what we're looking for and so again you've got to you got to have you have to have a strategy in there. You can't just say, you know, this is how it's going to happen. You have to figure out what's going to be best in three years, five years, ten years, and even twenty years, and then figure out how you're going to implement that. Right, exactly. And you know, you talked about the Secure Act, and now we're looking at Secure Act 2.0, which I mean, the one of the biggest things—not biggest, but one of the things that jumps out at you—is the fact that they're upping the uh, the age for RMDs again. Yeah, they said that at first, and I was like, ah, is that really going to happen? But it looks like it is going to happen. So, I mean, now they want to raise it up again. And what's happening is that it just means really, you know, and again, some of the public thinks, oh, the government's doing us a favor. No, they're not. They're just waiting for that account to grow more so that they can get more out of it. So that's what's happening is, is they, that it's the long con, if you will. It's like, let's just wait another couple of years and we end up making a lot more money from it, right? Mm-hmm. But this is, it is a great opportunity for more people to do more Roth conversions, Well, you've got more time to do that if you don't have to start taking RMDs at this point. Absolutely. So like I said, let this play in your favor. But the other thing about required minimum distributions is the thing is, is that some people are so conservative when it comes to required minimum distributions and they're not taking those out. The problem is, is that when the rate of return is so low, once they start to take out the required minimum distributions, now they're going to be so much higher at 75, you're actually going to see a depletion to that portfolio if you're not careful with your rate of return. And what happens when we get to 75? Well, we get very conservative. So that is going to be a bigger problem down the road if you're not paying attention to your rate of return. The, the thing is, is that my mom, I, uh, my gosh, my mom's going to be 85 years old this year, and she's still pretty darn with it, which I'm very grateful for. But, you know, the thing is, is that I pay attention to her with is, is and if everybody's uh, listening for the first time, my mother owned two tax works offices and then also was a licensed financial advisor. So she understands this business, even though it's changed significantly over the past 30, 40 years. But the point is, is that, you know, as things change, she is not able to keep up with all the changes as much as she used to be. But the thing is is that her being 85, she's like, I want to go into bonds because in her day, bonds were actually a viable option. But now all of a sudden interest rates are so low, it's no longer a viable option. It's actually a dangerous option. And so when it comes to required minimum distributions, we really have to pay attention to our asset allocation. That is absolutely critical. And again, boy, this has been a really fast-paced, very interesting segment, but we do need to take a quick break, Eric. Why don't we go ahead and invite folks to, uh, to get on the calendar and, and have that conversation one-on-one? 
Sure, Steve. This is a great opportunity for you guys to get a great second opinion. If there's a little bit of reasonable doubt with your current financial situation right now, give us a call. Let's get that financial plan. Let's get that second opinion put down for you. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. 800-779-1942. The next five callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review that Eric just described. You will see where you are today, but more importantly, it does become that roadmap that'll really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, annuities can be a valuable tool in your retirement arsenal if you choose wisely and use them the right way. When we come back, five things you need to know about annuities to avoid a potentially expensive mistake. We're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Having a great conversation with Eric today. Eric, of course, is uh, with Retirement Wealth uh, LLC, and you've got a great team of folks around you. And uh, this is something, you know, I know, uh, I mean, when you mention annuities, you're pretty much going to get, I hate them or I love them. There's very little <laughs> middle ground. There's no middle ground. I'll tell you, there's some people that absolutely love them. And then there's, you know, some people that absolutely despise them. It all depends on what experience you've had with them. And, you know, like I said, this is not a huge part of our practice. Um, as a matter of fact, I would say that we probably fix more than we, you know, put people into. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and a lot of people bash them. But here's the, the bottom line is... There's a lot of people that will not invest their money without them because there are some income guarantees out there. There are some chronic illness riders out there that people say, look, I do not want to be in the stock market. So we have to find another viable option. So there's a lot of times where, you know, we could talk all day about annuities, but the, th the bottom line is, is that there are some really really bad products out there. And then there's some pretty good products out there. The bottom line is, does it suit your time frame? Are you working with a fiduciary who's looking out for your best interest? Are you working with a CFP who's actually implementing this into your income plan and your financial plan to show you the pros and the cons? And what we're seeing lately, Steve, is People are just being sold annuities. Were you written a financial plan? Were you written an income plan? No, I was just sold this product. Then how do you know it's going to suit your needs? That's the problem. Well, it is the problem. And, and the reason that they were sold that product, it had really very little to do. And again, I'm making an assumption here, but it seems like it has very little to do with that person and more to do with the person selling it. 
That's absolutely right. How many times has a potential client come in the office and said, I have an annuity? I'll say to them, when was the, the last time that you saw them after they sold it to you? Typical answer is, I've never seen them after that, ever. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Anything that is of cash value, anything that is of cash value has got to be managed, monitored, and maintained every six months. I don't even care if it's a CD. You have to be aware of that CD. You have to be aware of the pros and cons. It's no different than a variable annuity or anything else that you have. It's got to be managed. And a lot of times there's really no incentive for that advisor to ever see you again because they're not making any more money off of that. And so there's a couple right now that I've been talking about in the past couple of weeks on the radio. We have saved their entire retirement because they basically walked in to an annuity chop shop and they were sold a bunch of annuities, no income plan. When I asked them to go back to the advisor and get an income plan, they got no response. When, when a client contacts us that's working with our firm and says, hey, can I get an updated copy of our, of our income plan? They'll have it emailed to them that day, within the hour possibly. The point is, is that it's written, it's there. We already know what we're doing. And so they came up with all these so-called strategies and they didn't work for the client. And we showed them long-term that, look, you're getting level payouts. The problem really wasn't the annuities. The problem was is that they didn't have anything to counteract the annuities. And so the, the annuities were a fairly safe play. The problem was is that with the, with the level, level payouts that it was paying, once you pay uh, your taxes and you've got uh, inflation on top of that, it wasn't a very good strategy. So now what we had to do was we had to take the other portion of their money and make that very equity driven to offset the annuities. Now, all of a sudden, the portfolio made sense, but more importantly, it became sustainable. And so again, this is what I've said before is our firm, a lot of times is doing the heavy lifting from people that have went out and bought inappropriate products. They're now coming in and saying, geez, Eric, you know what? We bought this. Now we realize, you know, we didn't have a plan. We didn't have a strategy. We didn't understand what we were doing. And then a lot of times I'm told this is not what we were sold. Like I was sold something completely different. Well, it may or may not be that way, but the point is, is that the people think that they have these better guarantees than they actually do. Not all annuities are bad, but not all annuities are good. You really have to find someone that you can trust that's actually going to put you through a process to see what products, tools, and investments are appropriate for you. Well, that's what makes sense, and that's why, like, you know, what you're, what you're talking about here— First of all, you're you're a fiduciary and you're independent and you've got a lot of experience. So those three things combined, I think, give a potential client a much broader, I don't know, world to jump into when it comes to retirement and income planning. And like you said, if an annuity makes sense, it makes sense. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, the only one that I don't like and that we see a lot of problems with is the variable annuity. Right. Because why would you have stock market exposure and pay three and a half to four percent fees every single year and still have stock market exposure? That doesn't make any sense to me. And I mean, there's so much better things that you have with less expenses, um, significantly 
better performance over time. I mean, just the variable annuities do not make sense whatsoever. And those are the ones that we fix on a regular basis. I'll tell you what, um, we had a, we had a woman come in and she goes, I just don't understand this product. It, it hasn't made me any money. So what we do with every single client is we get them on the phone with the insurance company and we go through them. What are your fees? You know, what are the income riders? And this woman actually had a, a large death benefit and she goes, I don't want this to go anybody. I want to, I want it to use this as income. So the death benefit she was paying for, she's never going to use that. So there's a lot of people that are paying for bells and whistles and income riders or death benefit riders or riders that are on there that they're never even going to use. So it doesn't make sense to pay that fee. So again, I would say that, like I said, the majority of the annuities that come in, we fix an awful lot of annuities. But again, we're running them through the income plan to see how we can put that client in a better position. So when you say fix a variable annuity, what can you do? I mean, are there, I mean, what are the options? So you can move it to, you can do a 1035 exchange, which is, which is a like-to-like -like exchange. It's a non-taxable event. You can actually move it to a newer product, um, something that suits their needs better. Sometimes we want to reduce the standard deviation or the volatility in the, in the uh, overall portfolio. Sometimes we want to reduce the stock market exposure. Some people want a guaranteed income. Uh, some people want chronic illness riders that we're going to let ride in that annuity for the next 20 years until they possibly get sick. So again, it could be like a Swiss army knife. The other thing that we've done is move them right out of the annuity into a brokerage account. And again, we've got to be very careful about the tax situation and everything, but it's very possible that we can move them out of that annuity and get them into a better performing product or tool. So again, it just, it's whatever the client needs. It's based on their life, their goals, um, their income needs, their risk tolerance. There's just a lot of things, but the majority and the common denominator of the past couple of years is we have seen people in a lot of very inappropriate products because the salesperson is just interested in selling them something, not actually providing them with a solution. Well, that's why I think you have to know who you're buying from and what's their motivation. And if they're not, to me, if they're not a fiduciary or if they're not independent, I'm going to walk away. Yeah, Steve. And the other thing is, is that, you know, what, what we've seen too is anything that is purchased a la carte doesn't work. Anything that's purchased a la carte is typically the wild child in your portfolio. It's, it's the thing that's not working. And so if somebody comes in and they have a $200,000 variable annuity, I'm like, why'd you buy this? And they're like, oh, I just walked into a bank and that's what they sold me. But the bank didn't ask them, what's your time frame? What's your situation? What's your risk tolerance? What's, what's the rest of your money like? They don't care. These places don't care. You know, and these big insurance companies, you know, if they're if it's an individual life agent, they don't care either. You know, we had a gentleman and his wife come in the other day and he says, here, I've got this product. I bought this from my auto insurance guy. And I'm like, you're kidding. He's like, no, worst investment ever. Put in 175,000. Now it's worth 166,000 three years ago. Oh, my gosh. Who you lost $9,000 in three years. Yeah, that doesn't, I'm just, you know, I'm not a math guy, but sense, that doesn't make does sense. It? No, no. And, and why would you buy from a car insurance guy? I don't know, but people do. Why would you buy from a bank? I don't know. You know, that the, these are the things like, I, you know, it's, it's, these are the things that are frustrating to me. So again, what I say is anything that you purchase a la carte more than likely is not going to work for you.
And so again, you've got to take all your pieces of money and figure out how they're going to complement each other, how they're going to work well together. You want to make sure that everything is well oiled and it makes sense. We're also putting together an income plan and showing you your timeframes of when we're going to turn on each piece of money. You're putting a def you're putting a definition on each piece of money. Now it starts to make sense to everyone sitting at the conference table. And when it starts to make sense with everyone, now all of a sudden we're on the same page. Now we don't have all these investments, tools, and products that were just purchased. Now all of a sudden we have a, str we have a strategy. Yeah. And that strategy is starting to make sense for our lifetime. Absolutely. Folks, if you want to have a strategy that makes sense for your lifetime, now's the time to give Eric a call and begin that process. Yeah, if you've got annuities out there, they're just sitting there, you really aren't sure what you have, see if there's a better option for you. See if we can add a chronic illness rider on there. See if we can reduce your market exposure. See if we can give you some kind of better guaranteed income. Just see what's out there. Get a second opinion. Give us a call today. We're going to create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away complimentary no obligation. Call us today. All you have to do is give us a call. It's 800-779-1942. You heard Eric. The next five callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review. You will see where you are today, of course, but more importantly, you end up with that roadmap that we talk about, that guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part. Questions from you, answers from me. Stay tuned. We're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric is, of course, uh, all the things that we want in an advisor. He's a fiduciary, he's independent, and he's got a lot of experience. That is not lost on, on your clients. People are really glad to be able to work with somebody like you. Yeah, it's been, it's been a busy couple of years. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, we've got three offices up and running right now. Uh, Punta Gorda's doing really well. Benita's always kicking ass. And Cape Coral, I mean, that just thing just like hums right along. And all three offices stay very busy. And the, the interesting thing is, is that, you know, we, we've been able to help an awful lot of people. It's been the past two years, and I've kind of said this before, but we have more people coming in and there's just, for some people, there's a little bit of desperation. They're like, you know, this is my last chance. And, and a lot of times I feel like people have put in their uh, retirement on the back burner because we've been so busy with taking care of family, taking care of children, running our own careers. But then when we get to retirement, it's like, okay, I've kind of haven't paid a lot of attention to this in quite some time, but I'm coming to you because I really need to make sure. 
And this is exactly why we put people through a planning process. People value progression over perfection. They want to know that, you know, they're going to be okay even when things are difficult and things are always going to change over time. The markets are going to change. Your, your situation is going to change, whatever it may be. But the bottom line is, is that when we put people through a planning process, they understand where they are at all times. There's no real guessing. You know, you're not buying these ridiculous products and hoping that they're going to work. Hope is not a strategy. That strategy in your head is not a strategy. You have to have a written out financial plan that takes a look at your whole life and then provide an asset allocation that goes alongside that and then can continuously compare the two that's what we do and then give you the final results every every time that we have a review for you so again we've been able to help a lot of people but like i said they want to put the time in and put the effort into that process. Sure. 800-779-1942 is how you can get the process starting. I'd encourage you to visit the website as well. That's ericcarneyadvisor.com, E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y, advisor.com. I mean, that way, I'll tell you what, you, you go to that website and it feels like you really get to know everybody. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's We kind of put it in there. If you click over everyone's faces, there's kind of some funny things on there too. So we want to implement a little bit of humor in there. I mean, it, it is financial planning, let's face it. So it's not the most exciting thing. But again, there's a lot of good information on there. But you, you know, um, uh, I, I think that it's been very helpful for a lot of people as well. Sure. Well, and again, your TV shows are all there. That's kind of cool. Um, you know, all the radio shows are there. And in fact, if you wanted to uh, subscribe to the podcast, you just uh, go out to, you know, Apple Podcasts or iHeart or wherever and subscribe to uh, WealthWorks Radio. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great podcast, by the way. All right. Let's jump into a couple of these questions here. Before we run out of time, Emmett is in Marco, and he says, I've never rebalanced my portfolio. Now, because of this, I'm slowly acquiring more stocks through the years, but I'm making more money. Why does one rebalance other than if they can't stomach the risk? Is this the only reason that people rebalance? Um, okay, so Emmett, I don't really understand question number two. Why does one rebalance other than if they can't stomach the risk? It's not really the risk that you're you're looking to do. Is It's actually that you're taking the cream off of the top. So when a stock or an exchange-traded fund goes through the roof, there's sometimes where you want to take off a little bit of that profit because like the old adage, what goes up must come down. So it's very responsible to actually rebalance on a regular basis. The other thing is, is that when there's a retiree in retirement, we go through sequence of returns. And that's basically where's the most advantageous portion of the portfolio to actually pull the withdrawal from. And a lot of times it's from appreciated assets before they actually depreciate. So there's several different reasons for rebalancing the portfolio. And a lot of times you want to put it back into the original allocation that you actually built. So let's say it's a 60-40 or a 70-30. If the markets really go up and all of a sudden now it's a little skewed, you can actually rebalance it to return it back to its original allocation. And it just makes sense over time. Sure. And at uh, 800-779-1942 if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Let's uh, go to Cape Coral where uh, Craig has checked in. He says, I'm 55. I've been with the same company about 15 years and I've always had a 401k and I am taking advantage of the match. Well, now the company is offering a Roth 401k. Should I be contributing to it as well and are there any disadvantages? I think you absolutely should. Um, the interesting thing is, is that we just shifted everything over 
for a large company. And there's a gentleman who owns the company and he was never able to contribute to a Roth IRA because of his uh, income limitations. Now, all of a sudden with the 401k that we've built for him, now he actually has access to a Roth 401k. So instead of sticking more money into the um, traditional 401k, we're actually overfunding as much as we can into the Roth 401k. So what I would do, Craig, is take a look at your tax situation. Again, it's about managing your tax-free money, but more importantly, it's about reducing your um, uh, tax brackets in retirement. So I would definitely look into the Roth 401k um, 100%. Sure. All right. Well, that makes sense. So are you seeing more companies beginning that process of offering a Roth 401k? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, now it's becoming mainstream. So oh, is like, it really? Okay, that's yeah, good. Five, yeah, five, 10 years ago, like not so much. It was kind of hit or miss, but now it's pretty much becoming mainstream. So I'm oh. happy about that. So again, folks, if you're not aware of that, at your pl- where you work, I would say ask. I mean, that's the best thing to do. Yeah, go to HR or even go to your boss and say, hey, you know what, um, you know, what, what can I do this? And a lot of times the, the boss or the HR, they don't know how to go about it. And so if you contact the custodian, a lot of times they can add it in there. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that. Right. All right. 800-779-1942. Let's uh, move on to Sophia in Alva. She says, I am 59 years old. I have no credit card debt, no children. My house is paid off. My net worth about 500000 At 62 years old, my pension payments will be $3,000 a month, Social Security $2,000 a month, and I estimate my expenses at $1,000 a month. I do have three cats. Uh, I'd like to retire at 62. Do you think I can? Uh, <laughs> sounds like you can. I mean, sounds like it. Yeah. I've never known anyone that your monthly expenses are $1,000. That yeah, seems mean, really low to me. I mean, that's really low. I mean, you know, you got to spend that much in cat food. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like, you know, between the cat bills when you go away. I don't know. I've just never met anybody that only spends $12,000 a month. But if that is the case, I would say that you're definitely ready to retire. But I will tell you this. When I ask someone how much they actually spend on an annual basis and they tell me $3,000 and then I actually have them fill out a lifestyle expense budget, now all of a sudden the number has gone up significantly. So I don't know. I mean, I just think $1,000 is a little suspect at this point. Sure. Okay. And again, I mean, and it's not unusual. I mean, when she says I have three cats, it's like they're they're her kids probably, right? I mean, that's Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Big yeah. part of the family. Sure. Yeah. All right, Sophia, I would say give Eric a call and, and start to map this thing out. It's 800-779-1942. No. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Florence. We've, yeah, one more. Uh, Florence is in Estero. She says, my husband wants to borrow $50,000 through a home equity loan to invest in some stock that he hopes will earn for a 4% return. We've oh, got a 15-year mortgage. We're five years away from paying it off. My husband feels like home ownership is a liability. Would like He'd prefer to sell our house and rent rather than own. Is it a good idea to borrow against our home to invest in stock or should we invest in real estate we're both 55 years old plan to retire at 65 wow Florence I I don't even know what to say this is like this is this is like a financial hurricane well better put on your marriage counselor hat that that's a good point Steve I mean that that's exactly what it is I mean it's like you know you've it's it's kind of weird here so like you you want to borrow from your home but then you feel like your home ownership is a liability well which one is it right yeah right no the 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 bottom line is no we never ever invest borrowed funds ever I mean that's no that's like a huge no no um that's just you know there's no way if look if, if you guys are in separate pages 
get a financial plan done. Figure out what the end game is, what you wanna do, get a financial plan together. I will tell you this, more than ever, that there's no better way to bring t people together financially rather than through financial planning. It's one of the best ways that you can absolutely bring people on the same page and actually get along about a few things. There's gonna be some things that the husband likes, few things that the wife likes. If you can kind of meet in the middle, everyone's happy, it's just a lot better. So again, come in, get a financial plan done, figure that out. Yeah, that really makes sense. And and <laughs> that seems a little, a little convoluted there in, in the first place, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that are going back and forth. So like I said, you, you know, and that's, again, where the strategy in your head is not really a strategy, because you just keep thinking of these different things. But when you really put them out on paper, it doesn't make sense. And I will say this, there's a lot of times where people come in and they say, Eric, you know, I have this issue that I'm trying to work through. That's actually what we do is we actually work through the entire problem. And there's a lot of times where people say, I never looked at it that way. Mm -hmm. I never thought about it that way. Or I didn't even think that that was an option. So there's a lot of times where, again, these thoughts go through our head and it, all of a sudden, it, you know, our emotions start to go in a, it, a, in a tumble, right? It's, it's like everything's in a blender and it's like everything's just skewed. So now all of a sudden we're laying it out. We're saying, well, look, this is not a good idea because of this reason. But again, we have to start laying that out and be strategic about each, each uh, decision that we make. And that, that really does make people have a better or clear decision about what they're going to do. 800-779-1942 if you'd like to have that conversation. In fact, why don't we invite folks to give us a call, Eric, one last time today. So everybody out there, if you're interested in a results and advanced financial plan, you've got a little bit of reasonable doubt about your current situation, or you're looking for a second opinion, this is the last chance today. We're only taking five callers. Give us a call. We're going to take those five callers. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it all out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe even a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation, if you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Give us a call today. 800-779-1942. You heard Eric looking for five folks right now to call us, get that comprehensive financial review, showing you where you are now. But more importantly, you'll walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Eric, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week is right here with you. It goes by so quickly. The information is so good. Ah, Steve, I appreciate that. And everybody out there, thanks so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once, so let's get it right the first time. Stay positive, test negative, have a great week, and an even better retirement.
Eric Kearney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposures to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the field of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amounts of downside risk the client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's accounts to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted downside value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or the assets will be traded. Liquidated the same day the WealthGuard value is reached due to the time of day or market restrictions. 